what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. The one and only shot the Willie Mack. This is Shreddy Breck, aka Mr. Clangin and Bangin. And you're listening to... You are listening to... You are listening to... Broken But Glorious. Broken But Glorious. Broken. Hello and welcome to another edition of Broken But Glorious Wrestling Podcast. Um, I'm your host, Nick Davey, and I'm delighted to be, to be joined by the ever-present, the fantastic, the playboy prince of uh, professional wrestling, Lance Rivera. Hello. How are we doing? I'm very well yourself. I'm not too bad, thank you. Good Easter weekend. Oh, it's been good, mate. Yeah, especially United beating Brighton. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we discussed this off-air. Uh, so we keep it simple to our viewers. Uh, if anyone watched the game, tweet us if it was a penalty or not to, for the foul on Danny Welbeck in the... Or the, I shouldn't say foul, the murder on Danny Welbeck in the second half by Harry Maguire. It was so, soft. It was so soft. I should have really done a poll, you know, on Twitter. But, um, oh, yeah. we, could, we could do it after this one. Yeah, we'll put it, get it one out. But uh, anyone listening, tweet us there if you think it was a penalty or not uh, for the yeah, for the United Brian game. But, yeah, big win for Lance's United... Uh, um, another uh, pleasing performance, but no points to show for my Brighton team. Um, Greenwood turned it up, still in all three points. Absolutely love it. And it was good, a really good finish by Rashford as well, I'll say. But Welbeck against his former club, he's always, you know, I don't hate him. He's always a. Uh, yeah. I don't like him. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> not everyone I mean, likes him. I, I used to, when I was growing up, I used to play for United. I absolutely loved him. I thought he was amazing. Like, I thought, oh, he's sick. I loved him. And then it was. That, that game in the FA Cup season he left he's playing for yeah, Arsenal for Arsenal he yeah. scored and he celebrated right. and I was there because I had my season ticket at the time I, I lost my head I was about 15 and I'm there <laughs> absolutely screaming holding like, a grudge like, them. you fucking bastard yeah uh, well if Danny Welbeck's listening I, I love you Danny if you're, if you're listening to I still love you Danny I just wish <laughs> I didn't make such bad life decisions <laughs> Um, I'm disappointed, mother. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got a, a great show this evening lined up. Um, sadly, it's not all about Brighton United. Uh, it's uh, WrestleMania week, um, and I must admit, this morning, um, a bit obviously, I was after a week long, especially after a good weekend. Um, it was always the, the the blue start for the day, but even more so blue for me this morning when I was getting all of these notes, well, all of the Facebook memories and just general phone memories of three years ago when I was in New Orleans. It was WrestleMania week, the height of it. I think I was um, and the day at the, pro- the, the the big indie shows of Progress Evolve and uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break, and yeah, just made me even more that gave me that even more blue start to the uh, to the week because obviously uh, to our American music. Was bank holiday. It was Easter Monday yesterday, so the start of the working week this week. And yeah, bit of a bit of a blue start with a yeah, getting a bit depressed because it's uh, uh, WrestleMania. Obviously, yeah, the, the most exciting part for a wrestling fan of the week, but also just that hint of I wish uh, it was normal. I wish I was there, but yeah, as I say, it's uh, not to be. But uh, yeah, well, it's a good thing we've got that I've got the memories for that. But uh, yeah, WrestleMania week. Um, obviously, we previewed Takeover last week. So previewing the actual show of the shows this week. Um, so yeah, we've got all that coming up. Our predictions. We'll be gonna also gonna give our give you our top three WrestleManias of all time. So yes, um, obviously one's yeah thirty six to choose from. So yeah, we'll be picking our top three each. Um, and um, yeah, looking forward to discussing that. Um, starting off with a bit of news though. So before we get into all things WrestleMania, um, a bit of news, and we're going to start with a bit of New Japan Pro Wrestling news. And obviously, Will Ospreay, the new champion. Um, yeah, what you're obviously you've been a much bigger New Japan Pro fan than myself. Uh, but obviously, great news for the UK. So, what are your yeah, what are your thoughts on Will Ospreay? Oh, really? I'm I'm really happy for um, Will Ospreay, considering he's the first ever English British. Um, IWGP heavyweight champion which is absolutely crazy considering looking back at the heritage of the title and everything but I saw it all over Twitter that he's the first UK champion indeed yeah no well well deserved I think I think always from when I started going into the indies 
performance that I've watched in any wrestling from about five years ago. He was always the standout performer. He was always the ones to try and sell your show from, in, from indie promotions. If you can get well, well, I'll spray on your card, your ticket sales are, are probably going to be a lot more higher. Um, yeah, we, he, he's obviously a fantastic performer. So, um, yeah, I can only, I can only obviously, uh, offer congratulations, but also just, yeah, in general, delighted for him. And again, still sky's the limit for, for Will Ospreay and the excitement of who he can potentially face in other promotions in the future, especially with this whole forbidden door. You know, lots of talent out there from various promotions. There's a lot, lot of uh, room for him to go into, isn't there? It's with everything opening up now. Absolutely, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, some big news there. And um, yeah, as I say, just many congratulations to to Will Ospreay for that. Um, yeah, no, more obviously more the WWE news as well. Um, or big part more Impact wrestling news as well. I think actually, I think we did touch on it last week with the Impact grounds of Thursday nights. Um, uh, but one match in particular, because they've got Hardcore Justice um, on the Saturday that clashes with WrestleMania, to be fair. But one match that has actually sprung to mind, it's going to be a, a title versus career match uh, between Diana Perazzo versus Jazz. Um, so, yeah, I just thought I'd probably mention that. Um, is this, do you reckon this will be Jazz's sort of final match? Um, or do you reckon it'll be a final title run for her? It's a hard one, isn't it? Because Obviously, she's been going for for a long time, so I could see this being her her swan song because it it's a good way to go out as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I, I my only thinking was would they give her a bit more of a bigger send off on like a actual paper on rebellions in a few weeks' time for that make more sense. Wouldn't yeah, it? could this be just maybe the start of a retirement kind of angle as opposed to it being the final match sort of thing? Um, I think especially with her being a kind of a tag team with Jordan Grace, it might make a bit more sense for. For her to be the one that may, maybe maybe retires Jazz, or you know, like yeah, could be a final title title run. But yeah, no, that was just a match that did spring out to me when I was sort of um, yeah, just going through the notes for for tonight's for tonight's show. Yeah, sounds. It's just yeah, no, I definitely agree that we should be looking at the pay per view for her to and probably retire. You can't just put her on the random show and just think that that's going to be the last one, last one for her. Absolutely. Uh, well, as I say, yeah, hardcore, do a bit of a plug for that. Hardcore Justice this Saturday um, on Impact Plus. Uh, but yeah, if you're, not, if you're not watching WrestleMania, then you have got that two options. So you have got two options here wrestling on Saturday night for, for, for America viewers, but also... How, for, do you, how, how do you think you can run a show on a Saturday <laughs> when WrestleMania's running as well? I did, I did love some of the comments people just saying, um, oh yeah, not have, no, no have a show really going that night, are they, to be fair? <laughs> <laughs> It's annoying. It actually does seem quite, quite like I like the concept of a hard, an all hardcore sort of um, um, a card. But yeah, bit of an odd time. You probably would have just held off maybe a week before doing it, <laughs> rather than, uh, as I say, trying to do it on the biggest stage, um, comparing against the, one of the biggest shows of the year. <laughs> before we get into all this, we'll have a word from this week's sponsors. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at p-o-d-g-o dot c-o. And be sure to add our podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of your application. This is the High Flying Finnish Luchador Eccentrico telling you're listening to the High Flying Broken But Glorious podcast. Well, so we'll get into it now. Our top three um, WrestleManias. Um, I think last week you went first. I mean, do you want to go again? Top, yeah, you start with your third pick for your top three WrestleManias. Oh, I can do. Um, I, oh, oh, right. I thought you were going to go first, but I can go first then. Yeah, yeah, your third pick. Your top, okay, your... so my third pick. My, I'm, I've gone off this just to explain. This is my; these are my favorite WrestleManias. So not, I'm not saying that they're the best WrestleManias. Yeah, the ones that stick in my head the most. Yeah, and this is just because of growing up with the ones that I've grown up with. Yeah. So my first one, my number three pick, is WrestleMania 22. 22. Oh, yeah. 22. 22 is the one that I remember the most vividly growing up 
with the build, building into WrestleMania with John Cena and Edge, Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon. And then on SmackDown, you had Booker T and the Boogeyman, which they kept putting off and putting off all the way to WrestleMania. And you had The Undertaker and Mark Henry as well. And just the build going into WrestleMania. I just, it's one that sticks in my head. I had it on, do you remember the old uh, flip-out DVDs, the three? You'd have three discs. Uh, Yes, I remember they used to do the app, and I do remember the three. Yeah, so you'd have part one, I did it, yeah. Part two, and then you'd have the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I used to watch it all the time. I used to (laughs) love watching Triple H versus John Cena. Because I I love Triple H, and I love his entrance on that show, and then I just love watching John Cena. Um, well, I think his entrance was mint on that show, the Chicago entrance. Yeah. And then you obviously have the, the story of Rey Mysterio overcoming every all the odds to win the World Heavyweight title. Yeah. And looking back on it now, because I've just got to be card up on Wikipedia. Yeah. The triple threat match only went 20 minutes long. Oh, sorry, sorry yeah. 20 minutes. It only went 10 minutes long. 10 minutes long, yeah. No, I and know it wasn't. The actual main event, Cena versus Triple H, got 22 minutes. Mm. Uh, I also watched the um, WWE did a documentary uh, kind of thing, I can't remember what it's called on Edge versus Mick Foley and I was watching it the other day and uh, I never realised that the uh, hardcore match between Edge and Mick Foley nearly didn't happen Oh really? Why? Uh, because Vince McMahon and Shawn Michaels were having a 9-0 hold barred match later in the Oh night. yeah, that's right Yeah. They were trying to convince Edge and Mick Foley to have a steel cage match instead yeah. But Edge pushed and pushed and pushed and got the hardcore match instead. Jeez, yeah, no, that's good that they managed to get away. I mean, well, to be fair, um, yeah, no, really glad they managed to get that in the end because, well, what a match it was, to be fair. Um, it was my match. It was probably one of my favourite hardcore matches of, well, ever, to be fair. Edge McFoley, it's always when I go back with the, how brutal it was, the spot of the going through the fire. Um, but yeah. It was a, it, it, you know, I do agree with you, it was a very underrated WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels versus Vince, I even enjoyed it, yeah, uh, yeah to be fair. I've seen Vince getting wheeled away with his middle finger up. Fingers up, yeah. Uh, you can't forget the Money in the Bank ladder match as well, it was unreal. Yeah. I thought, it was, that's, I think that's a great one, where Van Damme won and uh, Ric Flair took the back body drop off the ladder. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, absolutely. oh yeah, I remember that then, yeah, he came out, yeah, yeah, no, I do remember that was... Some really, yeah, that was a really nasty spot as well. Van Damme winning as well, really just good for the Chicago crowd as well. Uh, big pop for, yeah. For, yeah, for loved it because they were all just chanting ECW all night. Yeah, that's it. But they got, let's say they've got a bit of hardcore out of them too, but really good hardcore matches. Um, as you say, really good. To, yeah, that, I think that, that Triple H entrance was and the John Cena two really, really good entrances. Um, no, it was... Um, I do feel this is one WrestleMania that goes that does go a bit unnoticed. To be fair, it was sort of when I was sort of giving up with wrestling as well. But yeah, no, it was a it was a very good watch. Um, uh, certainly, and just yeah, see some of the matches you go, you forget as well. With like like say even the triple threat match with it only going ten minutes long. But uh, yeah, the the the, the fantastic end for Rey Mysterio's run, um, and also as well. Um, the you know, the Undertaker beating Mark Henry as well in a casket match. Yeah, I um I really enjoyed the casket match. I think uh I I think it was a bit slow, but like as a kid you enjoy it because it yeah. is a casket match and it's, it's unique, isn't it? That's it. So you you love it just off the back of that. I can't even remember the build to that properly. I just remember uh, Mark Henry beating up the Undertaker. I think it was, yeah, when he, um, was it, I want to say it happened in January, I think. Um, I know. Yeah, because I think Henry ret- well, returned to WWE in, in January because he, he injured Batista. Yeah. Um, when, and then obviously Batista had to vacate the title. And then, and yeah, Kurt I think Angle got it. Kurt Angle got it. And then, yeah, I think they had a bit of a feud. Then we obviously had that amazing match, you know, out between Kurt Angle and Undertaker. And then I guess, yeah, without thinking off the top, well, I don't even I think that's how it kind of led into. Taker versus Henry for for WrestleMania, but um, I might have to go back and have a little look. Yeah, no, so I always I must admit usually I do around WrestleMania I'll go back and watch sort of hidden gem matches, not full Mania sort of thing, but I do like to go back and watch the odd the odd match. So I think Mick Foley Edge might have to be one that I might have to go back and certainly watch. Well, I definitely recommend the documentary they've done. 
Yeah, um, no, sold it to me. I didn't even realise that was a thing. Uh, I I'll just, I will double check what the name is for you. And I'll... Would it be the um, uh, Untold, WWE Untold? Yeah, WWE Untold. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. No, I've heard really, really interesting watch. Yeah, I think the under, I've heard of Undertaker Randy Orton one was really good as well. Oh, so. that, is, that is great. That's a really good one as well. They, they do put some good stuff on that network, to be fair, all these ones that... Um, in fact, I've actually just remembered a bit of news I was going to mention at the start, actually, with Chris Jericho as a guest on... Um, uh, um, Chris Jericho is a guest on Stone Cold's um, Broken Skull Sessions, which really threw me off with Jericho. I just, insane, he, I just thought he's on their blacklist now for life. So after um, obviously being such a well outspoken uh, on AW, and the fact that he usually just slags WWE on his podcast as well. Um, but no, really, really can't wait for that to see what he has to say. I can't uh, but, wait for the opening line to be uh, Steve Austin saying to him. Chris, you've been retired for the past three years. How's that going? <laughs> yeah. uh, in my opinion, still the go in wrestling at the moment. In my opinion, Chris Jericho, uh, his most recent wrestling show I've actually bought is Chris Jericho's. Uh, yeah, apart from the Playboy Prince of Podcast, uh, wrestling shirt, I should say. <laughs> I will reveal live on air now the most recent wrestling T-shirt I bought, and you will not believe it. It's a terrorizing shirt. Oh. As in Triple H. <laughs> oh, fair enough. I did not it's, know that. It's uh, one of the retro ones under the Rui shop. And Love I, retro. I had to get it. It looked great. It was blue and purple. And it's got him <laughs> on it, terrorising. And I was like, I've got to buy that. Got to buy that. Nice. Cool. Well, my third pick as well is staying in, in the 20s as well, like yourself. Um, mine's from a bit more recent, though. Mine's from um, two months from 2012. So WrestleMania 28. Um yeah, the reason, mainly reason I've gone for this is the fact that the Rock's first match back, the fact that the whole time from when he when he came back the night, well, that amazing return in 2011, the best, best, well, the best return of all time in my opinion. Just a bit of bias speaking then from your childhood hero returning unexpectedly, um, but the whole time since he returned, since he cut that awesome promo on Cena, I just always had it in my head that he was going to go and lose. Um, and that was all we're going to see of the rock. It was going to be just a, a complete handover of the um, torch, um, pass of the torch, I should say. But no, one, one in Miami, amazing, just uh, yeah, amazing end. Cheering me, sort of doing a passionate cheer in the house at four a.m. Uh, probably waking everyone up, neighbours up. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no, really, really enjoyed that. But also looking at the card as well. Um, Undertaker Triple H, one of my favourite WrestleMania matches of all time in the end of era. Um, again, the, I was sort of fearing this more than anything, more for the health, given uh, how we saw Undertaker almost collapse last, well, the year before when he had, couldn't actually walk out. Of, so part of me was actually scared to watch that, how of, of, if, if, uh, if Undertaker could actually cope with it. And yeah, the, the added part of Shawn Michaels as the referee, um, just incredible storytelling um, with some of this, some of the near pinfalls um, time. I really thought the streak was over. Was the whole, um, yeah, I think it was the of all the sweet tree music into the pedigree um, still kicking out. Just, yeah, really, really good. Uh, the whole Charles Robinson getting involved as well and then getting taken out. Um, but then also other little matches as well. Jericho Punk, great match. Um, and yeah, I know I, I kind of preferred their match. There, admittedly, I did prefer them their rematch at Extreme Rules, but still, um, a really good, um, really good title match. Um, obviously, we had the the birth of the Yes movement. I know that was more on the following night on Raw. Um, but yeah, no, just a, yeah, really, really enjoyable WrestleMania in my opinion. I can't say too much uh, because <laughs> we may be discussing this WrestleMania again later on in the show. So That's I'm not going to say too much right now, but I definitely okay. agree with your pick. <laughs> okay, well, move on to your number two. <laughs> so my number two is going to be WrestleMania 30. Good minds. Yeah, good minds. That's, That's my number two as well. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, so WrestleMania 30, I'm going with on this one. I thought it was a sensational card. Like, from start to end, I, I enjoyed it all. So you obviously start off with Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. The best, the best, one of the best video promos as well of the monster, the monster, the monster promo basically turning into a monster. Oh my god, it was unbelievable! What a song! 
the hype for that was unreal. I remember yeah. sitting in school and watching that uh, <laughs> hype promo video on repeat because I, I was, I can't remember what I've done. I think I'd broken my foot around the time, so I couldn't do PE. Right, so yeah. I was trying to sit on my phone and just kept watching it because I was like, this is unbelievable. I can't wait for WrestleMania. <laughs> and then you have Shield versus Kane and the New Age Outlaws. The yeah. match that we all thought, I remember at the time thinking, oh, this match is going to go long and we might see the New Age Outlaws beat Shield. And I remember going to the toilet before it started, came back and, <laughs> and it was, it was over. And I was like, oh, okay then. And then you had the first ever Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. And Cesaro won. We all had the great expectations that Cesaro was going to go on to do everything and everything. Yeah. Obviously that didn't come to happen, but the moment was great when he eliminated him over the top rope. Big, it was yeah. fantastic. I think I remember Paddy Power's tweet uh, after that was something like, Oh, Zara's just casually picked up Big Show, throwing him over the top rope, making like a like he was throwing a big bag of crap over the rope or something. I thought um, that moment was absolutely fantastic. Oh, I thought fan, Big yeah, Show did really class. well. Really, really good. He then had John Cena and Bray Wyatt, which at the time we all were very annoyed with that um, Cena won. I feel like it did send Bray on that downward trajectory that it, it did. Mm. But the match was also very good at the same time. It was still a good match. It told a really good story about Bray trying to turn Cena to the dark. Yeah. And that moment with the chair was telling him to hit him and the whole crowd singing as well. Yeah. Should've should have done it. Should have done it there. It was time to pull the trigger, but this the thing is though, with like these moments where you go, wasn't very good, but remember this part of it. There's always a good bit in there. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Or even, um, I think, yeah, you said the crowd were, were brilliant with their whole, he's got the whole world in his hands and, yeah. That's the whole world. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that was so good. I remember that. Thinking, oh, my God. Because the crowd was swaying as well. And it was yeah. like, oh, my God. It just looked mint on TV. And then the moment that I woke up nearly everybody in my house, Brock Lesnar yeah. versus The Undertaker. Oh, my God. And I remember sitting there in my uh, my desk by my desk because I watched it on my PlayStation in my bedroom, just shouting, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I I, I honestly can even shout. I was I was absolutely gobsmacked. Like, I've just never. I think I was just saying, "Like what?" Like it, I'm not even loud. Just like quite what what for yeah. like for like five minutes. I just couldn't get my. Like, it was just yeah. yeah I remember I was with my brother at the time and. I just, I thought like the first, my first thinking was, oh my god, have they just cocked up, like done the biggest cock up of all time, like with the ref accidentally counting three or something. Well, I thought uh, we had because I remember distinctively I was hearing no music whatsoever. Yeah, that's it. And then it came up on the, like, yeah, like everyone was just looking shocked. And then it came, it was still, was still, there was just no music at all. So they, yeah, obviously a really cute and touch. And the wrong graphic as well. Well, they did it originally kind of 20. Two and nil. Oh my! Yeah, I didn't see that because I, I know they waited a while. Then it came up with twenty-one and one. Yeah, apparently they showed the wrong graphic. <laughs> Jesus, but yeah, no. Wow, it is one of those. Just then, no, nothing will ever beat it. There'll be never a moment that will make any wrestling fan go like like that reaction. Obviously, you'll get. You'll still. There'll be amazing pops in the future. There'll be there'll be amazing what the f the WTF moments in the future. There'll be all sorts, but in terms of actual shock factor, uh, that actually you can't believe there would never be one that will beat that, in my opinion. No, I don't think so either. Well, certainly not in, our, not, not in the not in, certainly not in our lifetime anyway, in my opinion. No, because I don't think you could beat it. Because what what is this beats it with? You've you've mm. built something for over twenty years, and that's that's the magic of it. You have built it. 20 years for it to end and in my opinion I don't I still don't think it should have ended the way it did but no it is what it is at the end of the day exactly and it was that crazy moment that we all sat there in unison of silence just yeah so, and the, 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 I love the, one, the fans the fans that it zoomed in on were brilliant as well I just so. don't know how you do that so even <laughs> in there you just be like what I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't more people screaming and shouting and swearing it probably was, to be fair, but... <laughs> didn't pick him up. <laughs> no, absolutely. Then you have, you had the Vic Guerrero Invitational for the WWE Divas Championship. 
I don't really remember this much. I will not lie to you. Well, I think it was always, I think trying to follow that, that what you just seen was always going to be, yeah. But then you had the amazing moment of the end of the night of Randy Orton and Batista versus Daniel Bryan. Um, That match was unbelievable. The powerbomb into the RKO through the table. Yeah. And it's always that part of, Oh, is he actually legit hurt? And, um, so I remember because I was always, I think I was in, it was back then we did like this live chat on a forum and it's always the case of about at least half of people go legit injury question mark. And uh, <laughs> it's always, it's always more, more legit. I think if they're not actually, and I don't think they were paying much attention to Brian. So that's when you naturally worry more. Yeah. Um, if they, if obviously if they, um, if they, if they if they keep the camera on them the whole time, you know you know it's completely fine. It's it's obviously part of the angle, but when they're not focusing and they're just focusing on Batista, that's when they it was more like, oh crap, is this actually an injury? Yeah, um, I'm thinking that because Randy Orton landed on the monitor as well and cut all his back open. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, no, but, but I think with with the main year as well, I I think whilst the matches you, you could probably find. Many other main, well, not even just manias, but many other pay per views where you'd probably go, that match was better, that match was better, that match was better. But in terms of a storyline telling purpose, I don't think you'll find a better WrestleMania in terms of storyline um, telling. I think that, and I think that's what 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 you want from any show, really. But like you said, you've mentioned other little stuff like the Shield looking so powerful, um, almost reuniting because obviously I know they were, they were trying to almost tease them breaking up, but the fact they were now cemented as baby faces, almost you know, leaning into the next night and Raw as well when they came to Brian's aid. Uh, Brian, obviously, you were ending with yes chance, fantastic. Standing um, on the announce table, the whole crowd chanting yes. Yeah, the moment that just sticks in your your head forever. Well, absolutely, it was, and it might, well, it's made him a star, and it's a reason why he's main event in this shit because he is now a main event player thanks to this amazing moment. Yeah, exactly. And will we see it again? Will we see it again? We'll find out year? in our predictions later on. Oh, excited! I'm excited. <laughs> nice little excited. plug for that. I'm actually genuinely really excited for Mania. Like, oh, it will, it will still click for me. I think later on in the week. I think now it's hit WrestleMania week. You always can't help but not be excited. You can't help but be excited. Oh, I am, exactly. but yeah, no. I, I, there's a reason why it's by far number two seemingly, and yeah, it's always a mania that I'd, I'd happily go back and watch. But yeah, as I said, I absolutely love, adore the um, yeah, um, the monster promo before. Yeah, it's, it's one of the best promos I've ever done. They always get the promo packages right. Yeah, they, they do, and I, I love it more when they um. Do it because I don't recall seeing this on a Raw Smackdown before or even on the pre-show. I only remember seeing it just before the match started and I much prefer it when they do that, when they do an actual promo prior to it not being seen, if that makes sense. It's like my way, isn't it? Yeah, don't want to get into that yet, but yeah. <laughs> oh, um, okay. What's your um, number one? My number one. My number one, then, will be WrestleMania 28. Oh, okay. It's a controversial one. No, no, not at all. But, Obviously, we discussed it earlier because of how great it was, but it sticks in my mind because it was the first WrestleMania that I watched live. What, as in, did you go to it? No, I, I sat oh. up and watched it. It's the first that one. That would have been ahead of a reveal. <laughs> <laughs> that would have yeah. well, The whole time I knew about New Orleans, you know. Exactly, yeah. No, it was the first Mania I stayed up for. Stayed up for, yeah. All night. Me and my friend watched it, and um, he wanted John Cena to win, and I wanted The Rock to win. And it was that, when we did it all night, like, he wanted Taker to beat Triple H, and I wanted Triple H to win, beat Taker. Yeah. And it was just that back and forth, so we were always supporting somebody else. Yeah. And like, he wanted Seamus to win as well, and I wanted Daniel Bryan to win. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's, he's going to beat him. And I was like, oh, oh never mind. <laughs> but I, I, I absolutely love that show, and it's one of the ones that I like. I, I will genuinely go back and watch the whole show. Because I just love that match between The Rock and John Cena. Because growing up, I was always a big fan of The Rock. He was like my guy. And then obviously, because he, he wasn't around anymore. And I've never been so excited watching wrestling than when the reveal of the WrestleMania yeah, host happened. Host, yeah, that was... Oh, I, I still can't believe... I just I, I was at college at the time. I was in watching lunch. I just remember losing my... Act- 
I got in from college. Yeah, it was a college half day. I got in and had my lunch, and I was just, oh, I used to just casually watch Raw on the um, oh, I think it was on the Tuesday afternoons. But yeah, I lost my absolute mind when this happened. I I genuinely jumped up and ran around my yeah. um, my front room. Snap! I, <laughs> I was nearly in tears. I yeah. was like, oh my god! It just it, again, it, 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 when you get the unex, there's nothing better in wrestling than an unexpected and uh, return. It is just the best feeling watching as a fan. It's why you watch it. Um, uh, yeah, it was just yeah insane <laughs> there's no other words to really describe it and he was he was well with like we so we we didn't have to be in school the next day because it was easter yeah stayed up and we had subway and everything it was just it's Ooh, just lovely. that moment that just sticks to my own that's why it's my number one because it's just that personal reason why it's personal one. time yeah because no. i don't know if it would be if it was normally i don't think it would be number one because i think 30 better than 28 it's not all about this. Oh, yeah, it's all about personal touches. Um, yeah. I will get into a few personal. Like, I did have a couple more down in my top five uh, that probably wouldn't even be any, in anyone's top tens, let alone, um, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm but, interested to hear what you're talking Yeah, oh, oh, yeah they're, 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 only honorable, they're only honorable mentions, which are, yeah, I will say a bit uh, there. But, um, but, yeah, no, reason why it's your number three, well, number, it was an amazing WrestleMania. And to be fair, a little fact for you, my last wrestling DVD I owned was WrestleMania 28 because but before the network and what have you started kicking in. I think the last one I had was WrestleMania 30. Yeah, I knew you got that as well. But I think we got, I think that was, was that the first one on the net? No, it wasn't. It was when, it, oh, I can't remember when the network came out. 29 was the first one on the network. Oh, was it for, well, for UK fans or? Oh, God, I don't know. So no, we came. We were late, I think. So I remember when I was at a wrestling show in um uh, in Brighton, a house show, and everyone was trying. Where's our networks? It came onto that public apology from the pre-recorded apology from Vince, apologising for the delay. Oh God, yeah, yeah. I, I think that might have been 2014, actually, late 2014 when he apologised. I think Rumble 2015 could have been the first one actually on the network. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'll check. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, my number one. Is a bit more of a generic one. Um, yeah, WrestleMania 17, I have to go for only because the other day when I saw the, um, when I, it just that, you've already touched on it, the My Way promo actually gives me goosebumps watching it. Um, it, it was, it was the first, this WrestleMania was the, what got me into wrestling the whole build trip from the Royal Rumble 2001 was the first video I sort of, well, recorded. When you used to leave the video in your TV overnight, click, have the record at the ready for 1am or what have you. It was on Channel 4. Um, but yeah, this was my first, quite a, when, this is really just what got me into wrestling, what sold me into wrestling, which is why I'm, well, 2001s. So 20 years later, I'm still watching wrestling is because of this. Um, and yeah, the whole part, I, I, I think you'll find a, you'll, you'll, you'll do well to find a, a better WrestleMania in terms of having something for everyone. Um, I won't go throughout the whole card, but just some of the rundowns, the hardcore match between Big Show, Raven and Kane, I just loved. Um, uh, obviously a bit the, of a... Show, the match that nearly ended the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The real uh, showstopper. Yeah, absolutely. I just like the, all of it with the, um, just the whole thing when you, just from the whole, it just felt like an actual, like, proper, like, so she kind of matched the, like, the whole hardcore 24-7. I just like the whole backstage going them there, going through walls and everything. It was all just, very good like two monsters trying to kill each other and having like like a little um, raven in there as well um so um yeah it was yeah that was just a really really enjoyable hardcore match um you had the gimmick battle which was just hilarious um you had undertaker triple h really really good well there's no holds barred match really really good match um and then, well, yeah, so it's all going to come down to, um, obviously, Rock Austin. Yeah, Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, not to mention TLC, which was probably my, well, it was my favourite TLC match of all time. Um, with, with Edge Christian winning, obviously, with, with the, the added touches of Rhino, Spike Dudley and Lita coming out. Um, all just, yeah, and we've mentioned, obviously, how, how tag team, that was the best tag team those three tag teams in a TLC was just, yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah, finding it more hard to describe how, how how much I adored this card. But uh, yeah, it, 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 card. if it wasn't for just having three, it would have made it onto mine. 
Yeah. It's one of the it, best it was... of all time. Like, it, in reality, it should have been on mine if I didn't decide to go with what did I like personally. Yeah. Was like, if I had to rank the best WrestleManias of all time, I think this would have had... I don't know. Oh, it'd be hard. Because obviously you've got WrestleMania 20, you've got WrestleMania 30 as well. But I think this, I think this one still tops it because this is the last, this is the end of the Attitude Era here. Te- technically speaking, like it, it wasn't officially, but technically yeah. speaking, it was. And it was um, just that last hurrah, wasn't it? Like you look back and you think, oh my god, look at all of these matches. I think um, what my mate made a, a very actually good point. I mean, this is certainly going to be it's certainly not going to agree with everyone but he sort of says do you he goes from my view and he's obviously a lot older than me, me and you he's obviously old, proper old school but like he's in his mid-30s but he was saying my view his view on it was was this the start of or was this when WWE hit the absolute peak and then since then it slowly just kept going down and down so you've he's obviously had the attitude here which was well like everyone it was when Dresden was at its best it's hit the WrestleMania 17 it hit the peak and then since then, it's just slowly been—it's just slowly been on its way down. Um, I know there's been certainly ups. There's certainly been ups since then. No one can disagree with that. With the whole, well, with many angles, many storylines, many shows. But ultimately, if you look at it from just the from afar, it—it's it, a very good point. It, it, it is may, a very good point. And when you put it like that, it that makes it sound very sad. But yeah, if you look at uh, it, yeah, I suppose so. But like. I could say, obviously, we've had like WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, um, I don't want to make it. I certainly don't want to make it into a negative at all because it was just so good. I'd rather focus on how great of a show it was rather than rather than, as I say, going into the aftermath of it all. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go into the aftermath because it did <laughs> fall off, didn't it? And just Steve even says himself. He says I should have should have stunned him. He says he should have stunned just... him that night and not because it. The way he could have gone on for a lot longer, because there's no sign of stopping. No. But I think it was just that that moment that just brought things to an unsatisfying down. Like, obviously, everything continued on after that, but it was just that beginning, because Steve didn't stay much longer after that before leaving and coming back. Yeah. Uh, and it's just... You look at it now, and it's it's very annoying because then The Rock left as well to go and film the Scorpion King. That's right, yeah. yeah. I just feel if he hadn't turned Steve heel, there would have been a lot more you could have done because there was no yeah. clamour to have him turn heel either. It wasn't like it's not like the Cena where people wanted it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was all a bit. Um, it just flopped, didn't it? The heel turn, and not heel turns would always work. This one certainly didn't. We've got some good moments out of it, like the Jimmy Crack Corn and everything like that, but <laughs> is, was it worth it for that? No, I did like the original start to it, running Backlash, Judgment Day. I did like that whole feud of Undertaker and Kane. Um, so it started off fine, but like you say, is it just slowly just dipped. And um, then the invasion angle could have been booked so much better, given it was one of the best angles, they, one of the best storylines they could have ever gone with. But yeah, on the positives, my way. Just have my Limp Biscuit through every every pay per view under the uh, Limp Biscuit. Just, just can we just use that music over and over again? Because I watched that promo so many times. Yeah, I think I watched it three times the other day when it came up on um, Twitter, and they were saying it's twenty years to the day since this. And yeah, I think I must have stumbled across it and watched the whole video in full about three times. I watch it any time I see it. <laughs> it's just it's absolutely amazing. Um, my honourable ones I was just going to mention uh, I won't go into it because I'm not so free but obviously the rest of my 34 because I was there it was it, obviously if you're watching at home it probably wasn't the best of manias apart from well Ronda Rousey's incredible debut but just being in the I can't say how much of a buzz it is just being in the arena uh, the whole feel to it when you're oh, yeah, everything about it was just amazing so it'll, it'll always stick in well, it'll be a memory for life. So had to, that's why I had to would have included it in the top five. But also WrestleMania 36 for um, giving WWE some credit. I was going to put it from last year, given that the whole world was kind of on its knees. Um, there wasn't much to get excited about anything. I think this was a really good thing that they still ran it from the performance center. Obviously, it will never 
be like, we'll never have a WrestleMania like it again. And I just thought, fair enough. They gave everyone a bit of excitement over two nights. It was never going to be, um, it was obviously never going to be the same. But with the whole cinematic matches, they made it work. And um, I just think yeah. they deserve a bit of credit, WWE, for that, because it really, uh, as you say, it was a true. very... Yeah, they did deserve a lot of credit for running the show. Uh, just thinking how big it was. It helped a lot, didn't it, really? Well, people are thinking about I mean, people's mental health. At time, we were all yeah, able we needed to watch something. Cheering up, wasn't it? And and they delivered. They won one out there, I thought. And they, they obviously, again, we, we we knew it wasn't going to be the same. Uh, I mean, obviously, without the fans there, Drew's moment wasn't, obviously, wasn't the same. But just from a personal having something to watch point of view, having something to talk about, something to get excited about from, from everyone's, and even, from, as I say, from a mental health point of view for, for people who wanted to use wrestling as a bit of escapism, just fantastic so that was it that was going to make my top five as well just for just for the, the nice touch of it all really yeah um but yeah that's uh if we obviously yeah, we'd like to hear from our listeners as well so if you've got a personal wrestlemania that you love and you you feel like you should have potentially been our top three then do tweet us as well i would love to hear your views um any wrestlemanias that you might have been to as well that stand out uh any moments, anything like that, just let us know. We'll, when we'll, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll certainly love to tweet we'll you back, back as well. We'll get back to you and tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Wesker, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast, Dog Will Hunt. We'll get on to our predictions now. Um, we'll start with, well, yeah, we'll start with night one before moving on to night two, because that would be the normal thing to do. Um, I'll go from um, how I, yeah, I'll just go in. It's kind of no particular order, but I'll, yeah, I'll start with the matches that will probably be towards the end of the night, I suspect. Um, go with the main yeah. events first. Or we can do the main event first, if you'd like me to. Yeah, we we'll said towards the end of the night, so that'd be the main event, wouldn't it? Yeah, would indeed. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll just go down from the list here. Um, but yeah, on night one, we've got... Um, the Women's Royal Rumble winner, Bianca Belair, going on my one against Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's title. Um, I feel like, the, yeah, the rivalries, it's it's not been bad. Could have been better, but so certainly not like enough. could have had more heat in it. Yeah, I think it's been okay. I think that's what I'll say. So certainly not. There's been worse, and it certainly hasn't been a disaster. But um, it's it's been watchable, I'd say. Uh, I feel I like they match... could have been more violent with each other. It could have been a less of, yeah. oh, we're, we're a tag team now. Okay, now we're split off. Could right, have maybe so done the split now. a bit earlier. Yeah, a bit earlier, maybe on the split. And, well, you never yeah. saw the, like, looking back now, WrestleMania 17, I was working on it. You never saw the Rock and Austin teaming up, did you? Um, no, that's true. Yeah, could have had a bit more heat to it. Because obviously they were, yeah, it took a while for, obviously, for, yeah, for the first move, kind of, or the first sort of, yeah, first sort of yeah, the first move to be made. But well, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I, I think for this, I'm going to go for a Bianca a Bianca Belair win. I just, I just think it it would make the most sense with Sasha's already a star. Yeah. Bianca needs it. It will complete the the great journey of her emotional rumble win, emotional promo after she's been booked very well since she came. SmackDown. They've always made a big deal about her being obviously a big well, when she moved to SmackDown being a big draft pick. So, yeah, in my opinion, it has to be Belair. Yeah, 100%. It has to be Bianca Belair. I don't think... I think to have a lose to Sasha here would just derail everything that they've done for her now. And in my opinion, you can certainly keep the storyline going. Um, I think um, I think this can, this can certainly continue. Um, there's no harm in a rematch um, at the next pay-per-view, uh, like you sometimes see with WrestleMania matches. So, yeah, and I'm sure... I'd like to think that both rosters will be freshened up. I, well, I'm hoping they will be after Mania, but um, but yeah, I imagine there will be. There'll be some kind of draft. Well, even if it's just if it's an NXT star coming up or or, or what have you. But, superstar Shaker. Shaker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, yeah. So I think I think I did think we would we'll probably go for Bianca there. Um, night um, night two match two. Um, Bobby Lashley. Um, was defending the title against Drew McIntyre uh, for the title. Um, I think with this, I've actually been, the, the build to this has been, it, it, it's been okay. It's been better than I thought it was. I was a bit at the start of but over the, I think it's actually secretly been all right since over the last few weeks. 
um, a lot of time for Drew in the locker room last week. Just I, I wanted to get this on the show last week when Drew was going in the locker room. It reminded me a bit of the old SmackDown games when he would just go up to wrestlers and what mm-hmm. have you. I just had a lot of time for Riddle just going, oh, sorry, bro, just wrestled Sheamus. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> and then just, I just, yeah. It was just Leo seeing everyone there and like, like the way he just walked up to people and you have to click the X button for them to speak to you. <laughs> it just made me laugh a bit. That's just my sense, not my sense of humour as I was watching. Um, but yeah, I've got a theory for this. Sure. I think we're going to see Survivor Series 2002-esque. I think MVP is going to screw Lashley and I think we're going to get a double turn. I think MVP and Drew are going to both go Hilks. You've kind of seen the end of the Hurt business, sadly. So I think MVP is just going to, um, yeah, I reckon he'll, he'll turn heel and align with Drew. And Lashley's going to become babyface. Oh, I'd, I'd like to say I see it. I'd like to agree with you because I think it'd be interesting. But I genuinely think that yep. it's just going to be Drew winning so he can get his moment in front of a crowd. Again, I won't knock that. I think I won't knock it at all. Um, I, I think just that's feel why Lashley, doing it again. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I do, um, and to be fair, if that happens, Drew gets his moment in front of a live crowd. But also, there's no room, reason why again it can't happen potentially next month. So at the um, um, you could you could really build Lashley again over the next month. I just feel he's becoming popular again, Lashley for sure. Um, he he has become yeah he's he, he does look great again, um, which is take which again does a lot of credit from having someone this time last year who well was struggling to make the card who was booked horrendously after the whole thing with Rusev um, this is about the better so yeah turn around to have a champ and have him as a as a credible champ as well deserves a lot of credit yeah no it does take, it does need to be praised a lot because he has done a really good job since he's become champion I mean I'm still upset that the Miz isn't the champion <laughs> but I think he's doing a very good job being champion especially in, the, in these times where you haven't got the crowd or anything but I think they've booked him really well I think he's been a really good champion. I'd happily let him keep hold of it for longer, but I just don't see it happening. Um, well, yeah, we'll lose. So, yeah. Um, next up, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest against The Miz and Morrison. Um, I can't say I've enjoyed any of this. Um, no. Uh, I think it'll be Bad Bunny and Priest with him. Yeah, you can't have celebrity lose, can you? And the only thing positive I'm going to take out of this rather than snagging it off completely is hopefully Priest does become, it does give Priest a bit and hopefully he can go on to have a good 2021 because I'm a, I'm a big fan of Damien Priest. So yeah. that's the only positive I kind of want to take out of this. And potentially yeah. Ms. Morrison split up. I don't really want to see them split up because I just think they're it's brilliant. It's such as a waste of the pair of them. It is. I don't, I don't like to be negative about these things, but it is just a waste because the Miz should be WWE champion. Like I just said, I feel like Bobby Lashley's done a great job and I think he's really deserved his title run, especially over all the years where he hasn't had it yeah. earlier in his career. But the Miz deserved it and he took, took it away after a week. I didn't want to say I was right at the time I called it. I sadly knew it was, it was just going to happen. And I just, I think I was in denial. No, I, I, I just sadly proven correct. I didn't want to be correct, but sadly I was, yeah, sadly I was. Um, on, on the subject of waste... Um, I'm gonna. I think this is a waste of this next match of this particular superstar. But it's uh, the Raw Tag Team Titles. It's the New Day versus AJ Styles and Omos. I just don't think AJ Styles should be in a tag team title match with a. Uh, given how poorly booked the titles and how irrelevant the WWE tag team titles are at the moment, uh, I just feel like it's such a waste for Styles. He could have had a big one on match. I know there was the idea of him versus Triple H was pitched. I would have much rather had seen that somehow. They could have built towards that. Um, I don't. I don't mind him being in the tag title scene because I think it makes it more interesting. But now you said about AJ Styles versus Triple H, <laughs> I don't want to see this at all. Uh, 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 yeah, it's the build's not been great as well. I'm not a big fan of just the rest of us kind of going, "Hey, fancy you to come to your shop," and then yeah, it gets accepted there and then. Um, but I, yeah, I don't mind it because it's just. Well, it's just competitive, isn't it? It's just it's what they do on New Japan. Like after the title, uh, the title match, they often call out the next person again to challenge. It's more like a sporting thing than a uh, sure. But it's a bit di- it's a bit different here than that. But um, I, I I don't mind it because I think AJ I think it'd be good for AJ to complete the set. Cause I think if he wins this, he'll become a Grand Slam champion as well. 
Oh, he's not held the title. I could have sworn he held it with... Um... No, he didn't, did he? I thought, for some reason, I always thought he held it with Jericho when he first joined them. No, no, no. No, they didn't. That was quite quick. But no, yeah. Oh, I'm intre- I don't know if I'm excited not to see Omos in the ring. I'm sadly fearing it's just going to be... Um, yeah, I've not seen enough to suggest that he might be a, a good a good worker, but... Even if he isn't, I think... If he, if he for whatever reason, he, he, he is poor... I doubt he will be, but for any reason that he is, he's got EJ Styles, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston to fall back on. So, yeah, even if he had never trained before in his life, he's going to look good. No, definitely, yeah, absolutely. And he's uh, someone that he's just got the the look, hasn't he, for for, for Vince and whoever to to really like. Um, now, up next is a match I didn't expect it to be this stipulation, but it's um Strowman versus Shane in a steel cage match. I can't be, I'm absolutely dreading that the outcome I'm fearing for this is Shane makes an escape from the cage and this I wonder mess- what mad spot he's going to do I'm, I'm fearing I'm actually more fearing the outcome I mean it should just be the case of oh, this is the, I'd actually happily have a two minute squash for this Strowman wins end this daft storyline um, I still like watching Shane wrestle I don't I don't mind yeah I don't mind wrestle as long as it's an incredible storyline um, but not oh, just yeah. I've really gone off him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think Shane is going to win. I'm I'm not worried that Shane's going to beat him. Shane never wins in these matches. I just hope they're not going to have. I I, I was hoping it was going to be like a no holds barred, so we would see like a mad spot, but in a cage. And I think it kind of limits of what what spot he can really kind of do. I think um, something. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that will. Um, I'm just fearing it's going to be, I don't know, Shane, you know like, they do the thing of Strowman like slam Shane through the cage and then Shane wins like that. I just, that's what I'm I dreading. I see that happening. Preferable. Or just, yeah, or Strowman just, I don't know, he just sneaks away from him and out of the cage. But, and then Strowman kills him after the match, which again, I'm not a fan of because then it just keeps, it just gives Shane a win, <laughs> which I don't want. Um, I, don't, I don't think he'll win. I think Braun will win. Fingers crossed, you're right. Uh, up next, I think this match was hopefully still the show. Cesaro against Seth Rollins. Going to be um, unbelievable. I really don't know who's going to win because Seth beating Nakamura, that I, I think it has to be Cesaro should win. I think it'll be Cesaro. Cesaro win and really, really hope then that his next, he challenges Roman Reigns at the next, well, at some point or whoever the champion is, I should say. Don't get ahead of myself. I think yourself. Um, I think you just revealed. Yeah. I hope he goes on to be in the WWE title picture as, as the year goes on. Um, the final, we, we might find out if we mentioned it earlier in the show about him winning the Andre the Giant at 20, at WrestleMania 30. I mean, that should have been the push from there. Um, 2015, then when he was having amazing matches with Kevin Owens and John Cena, should have been pushed then. Wasn't. Um, yeah, I think this is almost the third time's the charm. He obviously had a, I, I just, yeah, I think he's just such a good wrestler and I can really get on side at any point with him getting a getting a push. Yeah, no, I'm I'm off with this because I I think I'd I'd like to say I I trust who to do this, but I just feel like if he even if he wins, it's just another it might be false hope again. But we'll we'll see. But I definitely I do think Cesaro will win this. Yeah, I'd like, no, I'd well, like him to win this. <laughs> I just don't I don't I don't have I don't have the faith. I've been hurt too many times before. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's why. Yeah, it's best just to. Hopefully, just not give it too much pressure. Just hope that it delivers. <laughs> We're talking um, about a relationship here. Are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last. Is that what it is? Uh, um, you caught me. Caught me red-handed. Uh, um, I knew it. I'll go. It's okay. <laughs> the last match of the um, night on night one is a tag team ter- uh, turmoil match. Um, so it's Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. Um, I feel like there's going to be a. Um, I've seen a lot of rumours on Twitter today doing the rounds that the Bellas are going to be a shock um, team in it. Um, which I'm not going to like it. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping it. It will be. I reckon it will be some. I'm trying to think of other teams that it could be. I was going to say Nat- Natalia and Beth, but Natalia's obviously already in the match uh, with Tamina. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other tag teams. Are I, 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 I think I would. Lee and Trish would be my ideal one, but I think I'd rather see just the Iconics. Um, uh, the Iconics really be nice. It just—it looks to me like it's just going to be better. 
how it is, of course it is. Um, we saw it on SmackDown last week, them all coming out and attacking each other. I mean, like, it's just mental how, how much better book the NXT women's tag team division has been in such a short space of time. I'm going to say and the only bit of excitement I've ever had with the women's tag team title was that was a month ago when they came to NXT. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna, just gonna go for. I reckon it'll probably be the Bellas. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back you there with Bellas, especially if it's been a big rumor today. Because I'd like to say the <laughs> best friends, or I don't know what Trish and what you call each other now. Um, I'd like to say it'd be them, or I'd like to say it'd be. Um, the iconics, but I think I think it'll be the Bellas, especially with the Hall of Fame stuff going on as well. So I'll I'll back you on that one. Okay. Um, well, on tonight too, might as well start this on night two then. Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus um, the winners of the tag team turmoil. So um, I think Jackson Shayna will probably beat whoever. Yeah. Just because I just I, I, yeah. There's no build for it, is there? I think you need a proper good stable tag team to beat. Jackson Baszler, or at least build to a Jacks Baszler then feud from there on, which they're slowly doing, I guess, with Reginald coming in. But I think, um, yeah, I think it'll probably be um, them winning this at Mania. Yeah, yeah, I think they'll just retain. I don't, I don't, I don't see anyone beating them. Like with, if it was the Bellas, I can't see them winning it. So they're not going to stay around. And there's um, nobody in there that you go, yeah, they'll they'll definitely beat them. Maybe Dana and Mandy. Yeah, yeah, I think that I'd like to say the right squad because they're good, but I think Dana and Mandy be ahead of them. But other than that, I don't, I don't see anyone challenging from the top spot. You've got an established team there now, but there's got no competition. No, no absolutely. Um, United States title match: Riddle versus Sheamus. Um, I think Riddle probably needs this more in terms of Sheamus already established star. I think Riddle is his first mania, so I think Riddle. Riddle yeah. would make more sense. I think Riddle makes more sense as well. If it was the Intercontinental title, I'd say it'd be Sheamus. Uh, but it, but he's already held the United States yeah. title before. Because obviously he's got that one last one to go before he, he says that he wants to get it before he retires. So I would have said if it was the Intercontinental title, it'd been, it would have been Sheamus, but it's not. So okay. I'd be able to say, if, if my grandmother had wheels, she'd be alive. <laughs> uh, we've got well match that I think deserves way, way better build, but it's, yeah. Not enjoyed this, given how good these men are, given how easy it is to tell a storyline between these two. But Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul in <laughs> Sami's corner. Um, I, don't, I think. Sorry. I don't get it. I think I think Logan Paul screws Sami, and be a, and yeah, I think that will happen for the celeb spot. Ko wins, yeah. but I just I think for these two men, they deserve way much better feud. There's much better storyline you could have told out of this, but yeah. I think I think you're right. I think it'll be a kind of Mike Tyson kind of thing because you'll punch him and he'll turn into the stunner, and then it will keep Sammy's with his conspiracy theory. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody's looking weak. You have a really good match between the pair of them. Logan punches Sammy, and Kevin Owens gets the stunner. Nobody looks bad. Nobody looks overly great either. But there you go. I think I think it'll be I think it'll be fine. It's not it's not like the Bad Bunny match where I'm probably going to cry but <laughs> uh, I think it'll be because the two of them can still put on a really good match and I think Logan will be involved minimalistically so I, I think it'll be fine it, I think the match will be great but I, do, I, I think I think I don't think Logan's going to really add or take anything away from it unless they do something mental yeah I think I think it'll be fine I'm not exact. I'm not really worried about this match at all because the two of them can put on a great, 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 great show, and Logan just happens to be there. Um, I'm next. Got a, a Nigerian drum fight for the Intercontinental title. Um, yeah, Biggie. I think it's just a hardcore match, just a, a type of Apollo's gimmick. Um, I think yeah, Biggie versus Apollo. I think Biggie still wins this and just gets a big, a fairly big pop from the audience. I want, I, I'm going to go with Apollo Cruz because it. I think it'd be stupid if he didn't win. I think it'd be really, really, really bad if he didn't win now. Uh, uh, we've got The Fiend versus Randy Orton. Currently still as a singles match. Um, I was really hoping this would be a Firefly Funhouse match, but nothing confirmed yet for that, which is annoying. I was about to say, it's, um, it's not, I, feel, I feel like it will be. I think like, they might not announce it. Yeah. I don't think they're going to have a straight-up singles match. 
No, it'd be like Randy. It'd be like one of his Randy Orton versus Triple H from WrestleMania 25 when they both men wanted to kill each other. Then it turned into a professional technical match. Um, I hope this we don't see this. Uh, Yeah, I I think the Fiend wins. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. And then I think Randy will probably take some time off. Yeah, he's been he's been one of the best wrestlers the last in the COVID era. To be fair, oh, he's been absolutely fantastic. I I think a deserved rest will be. Fine. Um, I, think, I don't I'll, think it'll be long. I think it'll be back by SummerSlam, but yeah, definitely. definitely. Probably pick up somewhere with Edge or something like that. But I, I think the Fiend will win and Randy will go have a breather for a bit. Yeah, uh, Oscar versus Rhea Ripley for the Raw Women's Title. Um, I think Rhea Ripley. I reckon go straight in, wins the belt. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Because it just it's that moment. Then you've got two two nights where the two NXT stars coming off of of one. And it's a bit yeah. of a passing of the torch for Asuka. Like, as much, well, we all love Asuka. And it's, sorry, as well, it's a passing of the torch for Sasha Banks as well, because the two former NXT stars that were former NXT Women's Champions passing on to the next generation. And uh, yeah, it was stars. already stars as well. Oscar's a star. Um, That's what I mean. They're, they're, they're established stars now, so they, they're going to give the opportunity to the next generation coming through. Does that make sense? No, it does, yeah. And Ripley, I think it's yeah. great imaging as well for the, the company. Definitely. And Rhea Ripley, yeah, I think like you say with Ripley and Bianca, they nearly eliminated each other from the Royal Rumble. They were the first, the last two. So, yeah, it'd be quite cool to have them both then leave with the belts. And, yeah, I think then... Oh, I think it'd be fantastic. I think it'd be a great, great imagery, especially for WWE then to promote, look what we're doing with our... We, we're developing talent for the future and everything. And in theory, Raw has got a really strong women's division, I think, with Ripley... Um, Oscar, Bat, Jack, Blaze, um, so yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah, you got Charlotte, yeah. I think Charlotte's on Raw as well. So there's so many scopes of matches there going forward. I think, yeah, I think, I if, think um, it's a shame she's not in the car. No, I don't know if she's still. I think it's because I think her sod's door. I think her COVID um, mm. just came at the wrong worst possible time, and sadly it's, it's kind of killed. It was just completely messed it up, but. I'm afraid, as we say, it's life at the moment. I know that's why I think, as a result of that, though, apparently a lot of them are taking extra. Like I think a lot of them are in quite or just quarantine at the moment. They're not. I mean, they're all taking extra, like extra I care. So you're gonna have yeah. to because it's such a ma- massive show. Yeah, I think. I think. Well, I think there's been told to, but I think a lot of them are, volunt- are doing it because they just don't want to miss it in case they. All, it, all it's got to take is going to well, so like a supermarket or something, and then. I'll tell yeah. you what, if I if I was on on this show, I'd be, I'd, I'd never leave the house. Yeah, you just yeah. You're ringing me more often than like you can just leave the shopping outside. Yeah, on the doorstep. <laughs> um, well, then the main event: Roman Reigns versus Edge and Brian. Um, see, it's a tough one, isn't this? Really, uh, I think yeah. I I I honestly wouldn't begrudge wherever this goes. Um, I, I personally do think they've made a mess out of the booking for this. Um, I, yeah, I'm know, more I angry. So. I've quite enjoyed it. I, I feel like they have, but I just feel like they've just they could have easily made Edge and Sly. I don't know. They, I don't know. I don't know what they've done with Edge. They could have. I, 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 I just think with him as they could have made him a babyface. They didn't need Brian to be inserted in this. I mean, they, they're doing it out of caution because they're, they're worried that Edge will get booed, um, and so they're adding Brian into to. Why well, do you think he would have got booed if Brian wasn't there? Like, if you never inserted Brian at all, Edge would have got such a massive reaction. Like, yeah, no. It's safe Brian never had any, like, with the chamber and everything. Yeah. Like, say that never happened. I think Edge would have got such a massive pop. Well, that's the thing. They, could, they didn't need to do the winner wrestles Roman Reigns straight after the elimination chamber. If they had just done it normally, had Brian versus Reigns just be a, a nice classic, yeah, match, then, or even have Reigns in the chamber itself and well, Reigns yeah, wins the chamber, yeah. Saying. Yeah, you would yeah. you'd never have had to run into this issue. You could have dodged it all, and then that also now, well, if they didn't lose, if they didn't lose Christian to AEW, you could have had a tag team match as well, Edge and Christian versus Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Well, exactly. There you go. But where we are now, and I, I'm leaning on the fact that I think Daniel Bryan is going to win. I'm, I'm, I'm with two. I think if I was to, I think Bryan's probably the favourite. So for the fact, fact that it's the first card for, for live fans for, well, for, uh, for over a year, um, Reigns, I just feel like, 
I'm, I think him as titles, it, it, I think it would be a more special moment if someone beats him one-on-one uh, after building someone up as a star to take the belt off Reigns. E.G. Um, Cesaro or Edge. I can't see Reigns walking out of this show with the title. It would be very interesting, but I think, yeah, Brian's because the one I mentioned towards. Because it's such a big show, like it means a lot now because this is the first WWE show with fans. Mm. I can't see the bad guy ending night two of WrestleMania, the winner. Because uh, well. whichever way you flip it, Reigns is the bad guy, and Edge is the tweener, so he's going to get some cheers. We we I think at this point Edge could set Daniel Bryan on fire, and I think he still gets cheered because it, it's Edge. Yeah. And then Daniel Bryan's obviously going to get the massive reaction that Daniel Bryan always gets. Yeah. So I just don't know which one it's going to be. I just can't see Roman Reigns winning and ending night two as champion. Because you can't, I just don't think you can end this big show on a downer of, well, yeah. Roman Reigns just beat both your favourite guys, so good luck, bye. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think you um, have to end it on a massive note. No, I mean, you're right. Well, as I say, there are there are predictions. Um, say WrestleMania this Saturday and Sunday should be a um, yeah a really good uh, um, yeah I'm it should be a real, uh, I'm slowly getting into it, but uh, I, I hopefully I'll be a bit more buzzing by the by the weekend. I wasn't bothered um, up until tonight. Yeah, now no. Now the show the it. show's got you into it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really got. Quickly promote your shirts before we go. Oh, of course, yeah. You can always buy my lovely, lovely, lovely Lanchevera Playboy Pleasure t-shirts at lanchevera.bigcartel. Sorry, yeah, lanchevera.bigcartel.com. No, lanchevera12.bigcartel.com. <laughs> um, and and um, yeah, that's it for me. Um, yeah, and that's it from Lance. It is Lynch for me. Well, I've had a lovely time. And good night, and we will see you soon. Tonight, we'll see you next week. You lovely, lovely people. Goodbye. Good night.